0: I always forget to do something. It's either (laughs) the episode uh, number, Zool's going crazy, the fan. It's always something. The computer's dying. Something. It's always fucking something here. And I'm hoping that once I move into this new establishment with a new podcast studio, that maybe I'll get my shit together. No, never. We can hope. (laughs) No, this will always be a train wreck every time. Um, it's part of the charm <laughs> I was listening to an episode one of our, one of our recent episodes and I was like because I haven't listened to them in a long time right because like we're a part of this we do this I
1: don't really need to relive it yeah I go I go when it when the <laughs> episode drops like I'll go back and like listen to most of it and be like okay that was good Tight, or, yeah. or like let, let me let me change the timbre of my voice to like this just a little bit um right, but right. other than that I'm like I was there Yeah <laughs> I used to listen to all of them, and then like episode
0: like thirty hit, and I was like, eh, "Yeah, eh. I want to listen to other podcasts and shit." So, um, but yeah, I was listening to one, and I was like, "Oh, this is just so funny! Is this what this show is?" is really <laughs> <like?"> <laughs> just we... us
1: screaming and shrieking <laughs> our opinions.
0: It really is more of like a not a discussion. It's just like oh, let me force
1: feed you my thoughts <laughs> on this movie. Yeah, we are we are a, we are a cacophony. <laughs> What is that word? Cacophony? Cacophony? Uh, Like the the sound that comes out of a crowd is a a cacophony.
0: Wow. Or like
1: like a loud, loud racket. Yep. (laughs) That's me
0: for sure. Um,
1: The more you know, kids.
0: (laughs) Uh, Anyways, this is episode 107. I'm your host, Austin Proctor. Episode 107 of Frightmares Jesus. Uh, I'm your host, Austin Proctor. And that is your co-host, Corey Johnson.
1: Heyo. (laughs) <laughs> <Damn it>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you fucked me up, man I went to take a sip And I was like, eh, shit, he's done I, got, I gotta keep you on your toes, bro <laughs> Every fucking time, dude um, So we are doing a follow-up episode To one we have recorded previously We talked about Wreck And then Rec 2 So now we're doing Rec 3 Genesis And Wreck 4 Apocalypse They got really hardcore with the semicolons And
1: the name <laughs> afterwards Or or we can do Wreck Cubed um house and then rec four or rec uh rec squared as um uh boat. Isn't squared two though? Shut up. <laughs> rec squared what isn't there there's one for
0: four, right? Cubed is three, or is that four? No, that's three. What I'm not even going to try to brack my brain. Yeah, Let's it. go with that. I'm going <laughs> to go with what exactly what you said. Uh, yeah, so this this episode's still going to have the same name of Are You Recording? Uh, as we get to the movies, you will see that that doesn't really make sense, ring true. But nonetheless, I had I to mean, do it. I mean, ha-
1: it has elements. Right. It, they, they at least and they're still tried. called Wreck. Yeah. they still called Wreck.
0: So um, I'm very excited to do these because I actually... Okay, so a really quick backstory on these. I'd seen three, I'd say at least three to four times on Netflix over the years. Like that, that one has typically been streaming for free. Yeah. So I was like, cool. I already know this one, but I had never seen wreck four until recently when me and Spencer watched it. Um, after we did one and two, me and him double featured three and four. Um, and I was completely drunk the first time I watched these two. Well, (laughs) I mean, at least four, I'd seen three before, but I was completely drunk when I watched four, totally forgot everything about it. And now watching it, I think yesterday I realized it's, it's not like a great movie, but
1: the plot, man, that plot is fucking oh, yeah, dense. <laughs> like molasses. It is I, crazy. But and just like molasses, it's like all empty calories. Oh yeah. It's it's <laughs> like, all there just it's, because it's, it's it's all filler, all killer. No substance. Yeah. I mean, so (laughs) these movies are going
0: to be interesting because they're wildly different than one and two. So the juxtaposition of that episode and this episode is going to be amazing. If you listen to them back to back, which I I suggest you do. If you have not listened to the first episode where we did this, uh, I don't know what, I think it was maybe 78, something like that. It's literally called, are you recording? Go listen to that. Pause this here. Listen to that. And then come right into yeah. drop back in. It's going to be, like I said, wildly different. Um, so, I'm very excited to get to these, but I did want to talk about... I don't know if we talked about Green Knight last week. I think we did. Have you seen I The have, Green Knight? I have
1: not. Okay. But I did see Queen of Black Magic. That's right, you did. So And it was fucking amazing. So, give me
0: a little... Just a little taste, because um, I, I know kind of what it's about, but for the people at home... So,
1: it's... it's um. From Yoko Anwar, who did Satan Slaves and Empedogor, there's another one that he's done previous to Satan Slaves. That's like a, it's like a feature short. Like it's not, it's not like a short film. It's longer than that, but it's not like a, it's not like a feature film. Interesting. Um, uh, and it's about this family that goes to an orphanage where all of the husbands in the family all grew up together. And then just like Yoko Anwar stuff, they get there and shit goes woogity and sideways real fucking quick. Um no one is safe. I like it. there there is no prejudice to man, woman, or child. Um the effects are amazing. The camera work is beautiful. The colors are fantastic. They, he even gives you a couple like, Recurring horror tropes just in the genre, oh. but it's done in a way to where you're like, "All right, I'm I'm about it," <laughs> be, because then they because then they like reference it in a flashback. They're like, "Oh yeah, this has happened before." So like it's it's almost self aware, okay. In in a weird way, yeah. It's it's very very good. Um, the last little bit can be a little jarring. Uh, jarring in what way? Kind so of. So uh... like. So everything makes sense but only because they're jerking you one way to another. Hmm. Like they they go, "Oh, it's this thing and now it's that thing, but it was really that thing over there." So it's like and, Scream cuz Scream
0: like has a lot of MacGuffins. It's like it's this person, just kidding, it's this person. Yeah, no way. So,
1: <laughs> so it's it's not even MacGuffins. It's uh well, yeah, what well, It's so the reason it there it's it's less a, like you know what's going on. But the re- the rationale behind what's going on, they're like, oh, it's because of this. No, it's because of this. Like they're they're throwing different motives at you, Ooh, but they're okay. not changing who the big bad is. It's
0: more of like changing the reason. Yes. Oh, it's, it's, fuck! It's very it's
1: very strange. It's oh a, no! It is a, it is a great storytelling method. Yeah. Um, I would not want to see a bunch of it all the time. <laughs> but it worked very well for this movie. It's like um, it's like grief horror. They're like they're like
0: causing a reaction as you yes, they're like ah. No,
1: exactly. And and the way Damn. and the grief that they are giving you, you're like,
0: "Ugh."
1: Yeah. Like,
0: like I don't I don't like this at all, but I also want to keep watching it, but you're like, "Oh, this makes me feel" don't, yeah, make, don't be, make me
1: feel because you start off like in one specific headspace and you're like okay I know where this movie's going and then once <laughs> and then once they give you like a taste of what's really going on you're like oh now I feel bad for like feeling what I felt in the beginning of the movie Oh my God.
0: <laughs> Ew, I don't like that. I mean, I want to, <laughs> I want to watch it, but that's a feeling I don't like having, which yeah, is it, obviously, it, a, you know, it, it's, it in...
1: definitely gives you a one eighty into oh, who man. you should be rooting for. It's, it's a really, really good movie. I think I gave okay. it like a four, four and a half. Well, and if um, you remember, uh, listeners
0: that are, um, we, we, uh, this was my, I think in your number one of last year, and pedigree and Well, or, sorry, sorry. In Pettigore, which is the same guy who did this one. Um, I don't think he directed this. Did he write this or something? Because he did not direct The Queen of Black Magic. I think he might have, might have produced. Yeah, I, I gave
1: it a four and a half.
0: Um, because the director on Letterbox is some guy that's not Yoko Onwar. Ki, Istanbul. Uh, yeah. I think
1: he wrote it and produced
0: it. Yeah, he's a writer. Okay, so he's a writer, and he yeah. and he wrote in Pedagore. I think he also directed that one
1: as well. Yeah, he wrote and directed in Pedagore. He also wrote and directed Satan Slaves, which is still on my list to see. Which also, yeah, Yoko if, Anwar. If, if you're go. gonna watch it on Amazon. Uh, all of these movies offer English dubs. Don't watch them. Watch the subs. It is infinitely better. I have watched all of them both ways. Don't do it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's really funny you mentioned that because there was a movie. Oh, uh, Alexander, it's either Aha or Aya. I, I think it's Aya. Alexander Aha, he's French. Uh, he had a new movie come out called Oxygen. And I knew it was in French because he is French and he does foreign movies. And I started playing it, and I'm listening, and I'm like, okay, this is clearly English. And then I saw the mouths, and I'm like, okay, hold on, hold on. It was Netflix. So I went to the settings, and you can actually – fucking Netflix is actually very good with this because you can select not only different subtitles but also different audio. They had French. They had um, uh, dubbed English. They had dubbed other languages. And I was like, like, oh, shit, okay. I was like, if that's the one thing Netflix is doing good – it's having the versatile options
1: for those because you know. They- but I but I will say, don't just assume. That I want to listen to it in English. Give, well, yeah. give me my, give me the native fucking language first. First, and, and then if I me, yeah. don't like it, <laughs> then let me change it.
0: And yeah, give me the native uh, uh, um, language with the subtitles in English, since I'm in an America and you know where I'm at. At least give me that before you're just like, let me. Because Alive was the same way. Yeah. Hashtag Alive started dubbed, and I'm like, no.
1: Like, no, <laughs> I want to watch this in Korean. I want to fucking read subtitles, goddamn it. Well, and that was the thing about uh, Queen of Black Magic is. Uh, because I guess certain characters are the way they are. Like there are certain lines that are said in English, but it's like in passing. So like the first two minute two opening two minutes of the movie, it's um in, there's like English being spoken. And I'm like, wait, oh. what? And if you go on Amazon and scroll through the language, English is the only option. So I was like, fuck, I got, fo- I got forced <laughs> English, I got forced English in this, and then I'm like, oh wait, no, it's it's all in it's all in uh, wherever they are, but it's Indonesia, just, uh, and, uh, yeah, Indonesia, Indonesia, yeah. Um, but Amazon just doesn't recognize that, so it just says it's in English. So just be aware of that, also. Okay, I did not know that.
0: Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I, going back to what you said about because they, it is literally an Indonesian horror film. Um, don't sleep on those because no. they're. I, have you ever seen The Raid? Mm, it's not I'm... really a horror movie, but it's kind of, it's like an action thriller, similar to Dread, where they're stuck in a building. Oh, okay. Um, it is very good. It's also Indonesian. So, yeah, if you ever see a movie happen to find out that it's Indonesian, don't sleep on those movies. It's It's, they're like underrated, honestly, or oh, yeah. really just not really heard of, you know what I mean? Like, yeah,
1: it, cause it, I think it's like, cause a lot of them are like very, very new. Yeah. Um, at, or at least like within the decade. Right. So it's, it's kind of a new, uh, location for that stuff to come out of. And because it's such a different culture, we're getting such a good variety of like new horror stories.
0: Yeah, and that's really what I mean, really Empedagore is what put Indonesia on the map for me, to be honest. Uh I know you watched one Satan Slaves. Yeah, Satan Slaves. Um I Which was it, like a maybe a year or two. I think that was like our first year of podcasting is yeah, when you brought that up in um, twenty nineteen. Also,
1: uh Sabrina was That's one right, the of doll them. one. The doll yeah, one yeah, and yeah. then Fuck, there was another one that we did on Foreign Frights. It was like a house. It was a creepy house one, um, where they went into like the model neighborhood, and oh no they- no that was Hispanic that was Atarados that was um I know what it is no Sp- not Terrifier not Terrifier terrified not terrified oh no oh. um this was oh. for a diff- this was when we were doing like four movies, okay. um it was we were doing all Asian horror uh huh um and this family moves into this like idyllic like neighborhood and there's a curse on like the house and like they start wanting to like kill each other and stuff and there's like an evil spirit inside you're i'm pretty sure that was terrifying. no 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 because that's spanish this i'm this is specifically japanese was it Ganjium haunted asylum no no, it, oh, no, not, oh. it was not found footage. No, <laughs> it was not found footage. It was not found footage. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> I'm going to have to fucking look that up now because now I'm I'm trying to rack my brain because I, I went to immediately the one that was found footage. Uh, Nori. Or yeah, Nora. it was not.
1: No, it was uh, not oh, Nora. It, yeah, whatever that one is. It wasn't that one. No, this was like Foreign Frights one. Maybe I think we've only done three of them.
0: I'm trying to rack my brain because every time I said this, like, no, it's not. Oh, fuck. Uh, Now I'm really having to think. All right. We'll circle back to that. Yeah, we'll we'll get to it. You've piqued my curiosity (laughs) with that. Um, But yeah, anyways, going back to foreign horror movies. uh, Yeah, seriously. uh, I, I, I understand if you can't do subtitles. If you can't do subtitles, then watch it dubbed. But you are going to get a completely different experience watching it dubbed versus watching it in its native tongue. It's just, it just doesn't work right. Cause you have people, you know, in voice record, you know, in like studios doing voice recordings that weren't actually in the moment. So I, I will always say, please watch it subbed, you know, subtitled, but if you can't stand it, I guess just watch a dub, just experience the movie at least. You know what I mean? Yes, and it was called Lot Land. Oh, <laughs> that's the one that—that's the one that you did. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, why yeah. I didn't remember because yeah. I haven't actually watched that.
1: Yeah, Lottaland. we did. Lotta Land. Yes, we,
0: I remember you talking. We about
1: did. It. We did. Satan's Slaves. Tag. Lot of Land. We are not alone. Sabrina. Raw. Them. And Mexican Babaro. What the <laughs> fuck were we doing on episode four, bro? That was episode four. Dude, I. Why were we doing six movies and an anthology that had eight movies?
0: Why? Who let us do this? Me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the (laughs) cause of all of this. Dude, I look back on those and I and I do the same thing. I'm like, how the fuck did we review six movies in two hours? At this point, we're doing two movies in about an hour, twenty hour, forty. How the fuck did like <laughs> fucking Jason? Uh, um, the, all the Jason movies, Friday the Thirteenth. We did eight movies in two. No. Yeah, it, uh... we need to go back and like take.
1: <laughs> Take our time. Just go back and redo the old episodes, but just snippets of each.
0: That's what I'm saying, because when we first started out, I was like, we need all the content because we have to have a lot of content. I had no <laughs> idea what I was doing. <laughs> so, yeah, we did like six movies. I picked two, you picked two, and then we both picked two or whatever. Then we narrowed it down to four. Now we're on two because we understand it's how to... so
1: much less stress It's less now. stress. And we, <laughs> we also know how to have banter because when yeah. I first
0: started, I was like, I'm so awkward, but I like horror movies. What do mm-hmm. I do? And here we are. Here we are. Almost twenty minutes in, just talking bullshit because we understand it. But yeah, I don't know how we did. That was six movies and an an anthology that had eight fucking segments
1: and trivia and (laughs) trivia
0: and like the the precursor bullshit that we always do. That's when we were drinking too. That's true. (laughs) And. It's crazy that we did all that and drank and didn't go for 14 hours. I mean, now, if we did all those movies now, that would be a seven-hour podcast. (laughs) It really would. Holy
1: shit. That would be a few six-packs in. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Jesus fucking All right, so we're going
0: to have to do... I got to watch Black Queen of Black Magic ASAP because that is an actual release for this year. It's yeah. probably going to make number 1 because I, I can already tell. I mean it's it's I can definitely at least top 5. <laughs> oh yeah, it's
1: definitely in top. I would say probably in top 3 right now.
0: All right. So Queen of Black Magic, that is actually streaming on Shudder right now if you have that. It's 4.99 a month. Go get Shudder. Uh, let's get on to these movies. you said you were taking three. yeah, I'll take three. I'll take four. All right. so let's get into the reviews of the movies that we've watched recently let's let's start it off with
1: Rec three semicolon Genesis. um as he said, Rec three Genesis it is uh rated R very much earns that oh, big yeah. R big R um, <laughs> uh, runtime of an hour and twenty minutes labeled as a horror thriller. I would say more like, Horror splatter house, but yeah, we'll give yeah, it a thriller oh, yeah. for sure. Um, released on August third, two thousand twelve, on video on demand, um, in the U.S. And then it also got a September seventh limited release as well. Uh, directed by Paco Plaza. He was the director of One and Tube, both rec movies. Um, starring a whole bunch of people that weren't in any of the others and I I was not going to go down the rabbit hole of other country IMDB because it's a fucking nightmare to wade through. I Um, also, we also don't like just butchering people's names.
0: Yeah. So that's another reason. And also, yeah, again, it's, it's, um. Jesus Christ Is this This is like uh, Is this Hispanic This is Hispanic right uh, Like Spain actual, Sorry, Like actual real Spain. Spain Actual Spain So yeah Like there's just gonna be It's a whole different demographic Over there And a whole bunch of people That we don't really recognize so Yeah I, I just don't bother with it
1: Um, Not that they don't matter Yeah for sure. <laughs> A budget of 6.4 million And it grossed 11 million So almost doubled its Uh Almost doubled its budget, so it was a success. Yeah, I'd call
0: that a success. Um,
1: Some movies that came out around this time were going off the uh, U.S. release, uh, the limited one in September. So you got the Born Legacy, which is like what number three? Yeah, Born Identity,
0: Born Supremacy, Born Ultimatum, then Born Legacy, and then just Born. So Jesus, fucking, what are that six movies I just listed? Five movies? Yeah.
1: Fast and Furious presents Jason Bourne. <laughs> <laughs> um, you got family. The Campaign, Lawless, The Possession, The Tall Man, VHS, Dread, Resident Evil Retribution, um, End of Watch... Hotel Transylvania, Looper, Taken 2, Frankenweenie, and, and Sinister. That's a lot that, of fucking movies. Not only that, but it's a lot of fucking winners, too. <laughs> which, is hilari- which is hilarious that Resident Evil Retribution was coming out around this time, because I feel very heavily that this movie weighed a lot on Resident Evil 1. Mm-hmm. This was, like, some, in some aspects, almost a direct rip-off. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I mean...
0: Yeah, and I can agree with that statement whole,
1: whole, wholeheartedly. There, <laughs> I, like, it's it's not like it's a bad thing. No, no, um, no. but it was it was definitely very like inspired. Oh, yeah. To yeah. to use a polite term, it was definitely inspired. Yep, I agree with that. Um a body count of way too many fucking people, like we're going to say 90% of the non-unioned extras. Well, and also you have to remember with zombie movies, it's kind of
0: hard to take a body count because someone gets bitten and then they, you know, are a zombie. So it's like is that really a kill? Yeah. Um, I did count though about ten people that actually like died actually on, <laughs> died on screen. I, I
1: thought I got thirteen, but yeah, at least ten. Yeah, at least, at least 10.
0: ten. So there's people that actually you do see like you know a head gets cut off or someone gets shot in the chest or head and they die.
1: I, th- I think so. I was counting the ones that are kind of like silhouette kills, like yeah. one of them's crawling right. up and like they're bashing it on the head, but it gets taken off anyway. Yeah, so I'd say about on screen maybe yeah ten
0: to thirteen at least. And then, yeah, uh, pretty much everybody else is yeah. a zombie or infected in some fucking way. Yeah. So. Uh, oh, I got to get my specific horror moment out of my pocket. What was your... Did you have one? Did um, you? There were a lot. I know there was a lot. <laughs> There's so many. Let me get mine here. Rick. All right. So my horror moment from this one. Oh, was the hand
1: mixer to the face. That was... Okay, fair enough. Just, I, I think, I think mine I think mine was just where, the like the balls going on, the uncle falls off of the uh, balcony, and then just out of fucking nowhere, the window shatters.
0: Yeah, and then uh, just like bla- yeah. people just blast through, like yeah,
1: running at full speed. Like, like, like it, it was, it was literally an anime moment. <laughs> like it was so cartoonish. I was like, cause. I have never seen Rec 3 and 4. Oh, shit. Like, these are all. new experiences for me. And I'm just sitting there like, well, that was subtle. <laughs> yeah, it was... Um, they did not hold back. No, on this not one at all. At all. They, uh, so, two of the things that I love about this series of movies is they give you 15 minutes max of, here's the world, here's what's going on. And then they go... Alright, gas it. Yeah, fucking <laughs> here you fin, go. Middle fingers up, turn down for what? <laughs> fucking just it, it they just go crazy. Um the other thing I love about this movie is they make it very apparent what the timeline is. Yeah. And this is going on like parallel if not slightly after um the events of rec one and two. Oh, can I blow your mind?
0: Can I can I blow your mind right now? Sure. This is happening at the same time as Rec 1 and 2. Okay. Can I I, I tell you why? Real quick. Sure. Okay. Do you remember at the beginning of the movie, like when it's actually kind of found footage style and that uncle comes up talking about the bite on his hand? Yeah. That was from the fucking dog that was mentioned in the first movie. Uh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) That was from the dog because he was like, yeah, this dog bit me. We thought he was dead, but he came back to life. And he bit me. So uh, see, th- the, for, the, how- for,
1: for the first time ever, you're picking up a throwaway line that I did not. Well,
0: I also have seen this multiple times, and ah, there's fair enough. So, but yeah, but yes, th- I did pick it up on the, this time specifically because I was actually like honed in. I'm like, I'm watching this because with foreign movies that have subtitles, you really do have to actually watch. Um, or, or, or but I mean, you can miss it when you're looking at the subtitles too. Yeah. like you know what I mean. So yeah, that guy, the uncle, the one that starts this whole movie. Got bitten from the fucking dog mentioned in one, and also there's some other thing that happens in this. Oh, yeah, when uh, Coldo, the main guy, is in the this, there's one part of the movie where there's all these TVs, you can see live coverage of the fucking move like parts from one and two in the background. Interesting, it, it shows them going up to the building that's been quarantined. So, this is literally a parallel event. To, that's that's pretty fantastic That's um, why I really dig this movie
1: can, can, can we get these guys to like co-produce On fucking multiverse please You know what I'm like, saying <laughs> because, because, because 3 and 4 really
0: On their own if you watch 3 by itself It's gonna suck because There really is a lot of plot going into 3 It might not be the best because it's not But when we're talking about where it's happening In this universe as I'm gonna call it At this point and how they're doing it It's pretty fucking clever like it's the same guys that have done one and two. Two people yeah. directed one and two, and then one of the guys broke off to do this one, and then the other guy did four. So, like, it's all in the family, yeah. as Dom would say. So they're actually pretty fucking sm- <laughs> <they're> p- <laughs> When you hear your family. Um, so they're, honestly, they're, they're really... <laughs> that one just hit me too. <laughs> would well, this shit be hitting different? Yeah. Um, Oh, man, I usually don't uh, make you cry,
1: like, cry laughing
0: like that. that. Uh, so, that's a, that's it, a... it
1: was just because it, <laughs> just every joke had that extra little fuse before it really hit me. And I was like, God damn, it just gets funnier and funnier. <laughs> All uh, right, well, I'm glad that happened on this episode.
0: Uh, let's bring it back, though, and talk about this because, yeah, um, this is definitely a very interesting entry in this, uh, I'm going to call it franchise, universe, whatever.
1: So... This movie starts you off in a very found footage style, um, reminiscent of one and two. And you're like, dope. This is going to be a found footage movie because I didn't watch the previews. Um, And so you start watching and it's a camera guy of unknown name at the time going around, just watching people, you know, come through the wedding, talk to all the people, um, there are a couple characters introduced. I'm not going to name them because, number one, they rapid-fire their names at you. And number two, the names are never really set again ever throughout the movie except for Clara, who is the, what, the Bride. s- bride-to-be, and then Caldo, who is the groom-to-be. Other than that, everybody is an ancillary character. The only other person I remember hearing their name
0: consistently was Adrian, who was the guy behind the the who's who's the guy behind the camera. Was it Adrian or was it Arturo? Or no, Ar- Artun was the other camera guy. Oh, his okay. Name, his name was like A T U N, so he was like the professional camera guy. Gotcha. And you. then the guy with the handheld was Adrian, but really. Artoon is not in much of the movie at all. No, so, not at all. So really, Adrian was the only one other one that I remembered because yeah, they really don't dress people
1: by name for the most part. And all. there's, there's, uh, you really only know it's a wedding based on like how everybody's dressed. They don't really go, oh hey, it's a wedding. This is what's going on. Um, but yeah, not at first. Yeah, no. Um, and then w- you get some camera footage of the uncle that we were talking about earlier, who is talking about how you know a dog bit him. Um, and then just kind of people separate, start doing, you know, party things, and um you, one of the camera guys looks down off of a hill or whatever, down off this property, and you see these two guys in hazmat suits oh, just yeah. fucking spraying shit, and he's like, oh, looks like they're fumigating, and uh, the other camera guy goes, why are you fucking filming that film this and then one guy goes hey if you see any hot broads fucking send them my way <laughs> and i was like all right well i mean that's a found footage movie for you
0: um you would not want to talk about doc brown and marty mcfly <laughs> in these fucking hazmat suits like no we're just gonna all right we're just we're gonna avoid that yeah are, just, just gonna just gonna move yeah, on they are fumigators at um, you know, nine o'clock at night
1: actually it hadn't even gotten late yet that they were still all outside so it was like still early evening Well, no, yeah, but I'm saying it was was like definitely like almost
0: it was like, it was like dusk outside. And I'm like, we're not going to question this at all. I Um, guess everyone's drunk. Fuck it.
1: So the ceremony kind of starts going and seems like it's going to go off without a hitch. Uh, One of the camera guys is wandering around in the back sees the uncle shambling around outside, be like, Oh, looks like he had too much to drink. Cause he's throwing up and they don't realize that he is throwing up zombie infected blood Yeah, blood not- as, as, <laughs> yeah. as the infected tend to do. Um, and then they just like, ah, ha, ha drunk old man. And they take the fuck <laughs> off. Um, the wedding continues. There are a lot of cuts back and forth as to like oh, what's yeah. going on. Um, None of the cuts have any real substance other than to fill time, if we're being honest. I mean, yeah, at least for the first 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you get the shot of the uncle sitting up on the balcony backwards, just kind of rocking back and forth. And everybody's like, yo, you need to get down. Come You're on. fucking drunk, go but, home. Yeah, let's, let's fucking get you some rest, blah, blah, blah. And then the uncle just falls from fucking two stories up, lands on a catering table. Everybody starts screaming. This old granny walks over to like help him up. And he just chunks out of her neck. Uh, That was that was one. That was almost my favorite horror moment because I was like, oh, the bite is so good. Like, you know, it's coming. Yeah. You 100% know I've seen one and two. That bitch is getting bit in the neck. And you just wonder how brutal is the neck bite going to be. And let me tell you, folks. Is pretty fucking brutal It's good it's, it's, <laughs> funny.
0: it's funny you mentioned that Because I wrote down too It's like I think that's like a almost like a trademark of this movie. Someone in the first 20 minutes is going to get bitten and it's going to be like that long stringy bite.
1: Like one and
0: two did that and this one did it. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Yeah.
1: Or or if it doesn't happen in the beginning of the movie, it happens to one of the main characters at the end of the movie. You're
0: like, oh my God. So yeah, I love that they always get that one really good bite. And it's such a good practical effect
1: too because it's practical every time.
0: Yeah. Every time they do that, it's practical. There are a couple times in three and four where they do use some CG and it is kind of upsetting but I understand you know it's 2012 at this point yeah I get it but yeah there's uh in three and four there's a few scenes where you're like
1: mm, yeah you you can't damn it. <laughs> like, you you can't effectively do a chainsaw scene yeah with yeah. without CG there's yeah yeah it, it's it, just not gonna work it's really hard to do that, um, so yeah so as as the uh neck biting happens, for no other reason than to step on the gas, a plate glass window shatters, and just tens of zombies just start barreling. Twenty eight days later, style through the fucking windows, yeah, like World War Z,
0: just like yee, fucking and, going,
1: and just chaos. Chaos ensues. I literally wrote that. I said, <laughs> I, said I said, I said, chaos ensues. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then everybody starts dying. Um yeah. <laughs> Clara and Coldo end up getting split up at this time. Um as to how they get split up, I can't necessarily remember. There's a lot going there's a lot to watch. I think
0: they really just get lost in the shuffle, to be I, honest. That might that um, might be it. Because they end up in different parts and Koldo's like, Where's Clara? Like, where's Clara? I think they literally just get they get lost in the shuffle. All, honest, all, of,
1: all of Kodo's people are like, yo. Let's get the fuck out of here. Fuck your your bride. Let's get the fuck out of here. And Koldo's like, no, I gotta find Clara. I gotta find Clara. And they're like, nah, bro, she's already, fuck it, she's dead. Just think of her as dead. Let's go, let's move. And he's like, no, no, I gotta find her. And I'm like, just, bro, everything bad that's about to happen to you, you deserve. You deserve the bad shit that's going to... Hey, lead. dude, if I just got married and this happened, I would be 100%
0: trying to find my wife. I'm just saying. I, I don't agree with the decision to do that because it's death, but I would be like, I just got married.
1: Fucking damn it. Yeah, but you're trying to part early, bro.
0: Till death a, do us part. I yeah, mean, that's well, that's like a,
1: a, 15 <laughs> minutes. You're trying to speedrun marriage? Goddamn. Oh, um, man. Uh. So then the... The rest of the movie, well, not the rest, but ninety percent of what is left of the movie, then becomes Koldo and Clara trying to meet up with each other and just happening to miss each other at every fucking corner meetup. It's like she zigs, he zags; she swoops, he dupes. Fucking swoopy doop, and then it's just, it, it just it's it just violence. It's, it's, it's it's a, it's just just a movie of violence, straight up violence. It's like, how can we push this technology to be as bloody as we possibly can and still have it be like somewhat of a cohesive story, which by the way, they do way less explaining what is. So number three is the odd one out. Um, it is like an ancillary, hey, this is also going on. One, two, and four all are like the same serialized story. This one is just like, oh, hey, wanton madness going on. Have fun. <laughs> you know what this is like? Oh,
0: my God. It's like Cloverfield, how they did Cloverfield and 10 Cloverfield Lane. And 10 Cloverfield Lane wasn't really a sequel as so much as it was just happening in the same universe. That's the same thing. Yeah. This is happening in the same universe, but it's not a direct sequel of one or two. If I were to recommend watching them, it would be one, two, four, and then three. He, so, That's how I would watch So, them.
1: So here's my hot take of this. All right. What's your hot take? This is the Tokyo Drift of the series. It is also yeah. number three. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. There's so many.
0: Exactly. It's, it's Rec
1: 3 Tokyo
0: Trip. <laughs> it's fucking how Hall- it's, it's Rec 3 Tokyo Season of the Witch. That's what it is. <laughs> yes. That's what this is. Because it's the same thing with Halloween 3. You know, it doesn't even have Mike Myers in it. Well, he's, you know, very, it's like a meta thing. And yeah, so this is kind of sits in the same spot. But at the same time, you know, if you pick up on the little beats here and there, which really it is literally. Not really a throwaway line because it's important, but it's so easy to make. Yeah.
1: If or, you turn or, or away or it's for like, a second. Or it's like a photo in a background right. of a shot. That's what I'm saying. That's like, on the security camera. It's not even like a main camera angle. It's like you're looking through camera number four and it, like the camera scans a little bit. And there's like a photo off in the corner. And you're like, oh, hey, that's a character yeah. that fucking matters in this
0: universe. So and that's kind of why I like it because it's not up in your face it's not aggressive about the relation to one and two it's just so natural and how they present like by the way it's happening and you're like that's actually kind of a really cool
1: well and like filmmaking style the the other reason that that's nice is because they kind of tried to reinvent the series with this one right as we're we now have a budget we don't have to do found footage right let's make this you know a fucking feature blowout And it worked really well to an extent with what they had available, I think. No, I I think, too, because
0: I really also enjoyed thoroughly how they switched over from found footage to regular camera work, because they had this moment, as you do in almost every found footage movie, where someone's like, why are you recording? Turn that off, because at this point, Adrian is filming everything and when Coldo asks him, "Hey, are you filming?" He's like, "Yeah, people need to know. That is something you fucking hear in every found footage. Yeah. People need to see this footage." So you have that typical trope of, "Okay, yep, this is the same conversation I've heard." But then Coldo actually takes the camera, throws it on the ground, smashes it. The screen goes black for about three or four seconds, and then it picks up with a very gorgeous, beautiful shot of like you know a very nice camera that pulls back on the camera, and you see the light fade out, and you're yeah. like.
1: Fucking, that was smart. Yeah, like, if you were
0: to do that in any way, that was the right. Yeah, way it was. To do it, it was
1: so symbolic and such a like. Okay, we're
0: ditching this camera. Yeah, we're we're, <laughs>
1: we're 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 not doing this again. We understand. We heard you guys. We're gonna fucking do it right. Um, but it's also very interesting. They still managed to keep the trapped in a place with a something, and that's what every single one of these movies is. You are trapped in a place with a something. Yep but it's never old. It's, yeah. It doesn't get stale, even though it's this, like one, two, and four, it's all the same fucking characters. Yeah, well, yeah, it, it really is, and that's why I really
0: like this entire franchise, and it's like, seriously, from one to four, because one, it's just, it's just so good. It's something that we love, which is found footage. You're put in a place with a bunch of creepy crawlies that are trying to get you. There's so many good elements about that movie, and then you have two, Which is awesome because it comes in and kind of flips everything upside down. Oh, what happens after this entire building has been quarantined and destroyed, essentially, with these crazy monsters? Let's go in there and assess the damage and then you get this wild sequel that is so much more fun than the first one. Yeah, But just not as good overall. And then you get 3
1: which is completely different from yeah, 1 and 2. The, the, and if <laughs> and if you're like... and if you're not paying attention, it's very easy to just be like, "Oh, they <coughs> just attached a name to this for no right. other reason than to have the name." No, because it, it's there's so much more that's actually
0: in this one that you don't really necessarily realize. Yeah. And it's very smart on their end, because not only are they picking up an entire different demographic, because found footage, as we all know, in the horror genre... It's the red-headed stepchild. It really is a very niche circle of the horror community. Not a lot of people like it. Everyone in that found footage group that we are in obviously likes it. It's about 5,000, 8,000 uh, people. But yeah, found footage is not really... It's, it's frowned upon honestly yeah. it really is so for them to be like okay we're going to ditch found footage we're going to go kind of more mainstream we've got a score we've got great camera work but it's still going to be the wreck you know and love fucking respect yeah fucking respect dude like that's Yeah a, we're we're, a...
1: we're going to give you just enough camp to make a, we're we're still us we're, we we didn't sell out guys we just we got just nicer got, cameras yeah now, we just got know? nicer <laughs> cameras and a little bit more of a budget yeah,
0: so this this movie really, honestly, it's not my favorite, like I said, but it's just so much fun to watch. Plus, let's all talk about the runtime real quick because it's an hour twenty, but like with credits, it's an hour fifteen. We're talking seventy five fucking minutes. <laughs> yeah, like, you can devote seventy five minutes to this and have and, so and much and we'll, fun. we'll
1: we'll even go down and say it's fifty five minutes because the first twenty minutes. And you, you oh, that's, yeah, that's true. Throw yeah. out the first
0: 20 minutes. You can literally start <laughs> once chaos happens. Like you really can yeah. and still
1: have fun with and it. I, and I think and I think that's at 1925. Well, yeah. Like yeah. as a time code, I think it's at 1925 is when you could pick 20, the movie up. To, oh, well, yeah,
0: yeah. Because 2145 is when you get the title sequence. So, yeah, about two minutes before that, you could pick it up. Yeah. And then go straight into this and really not know anything about it besides, oh, there's zombies. Cool. Um, and like, you know, for, for a 75 minute movie, like you said, you can cut off the first 20 minutes because it's all found footage and you, you essentially get a whole other movie. Yeah. You get this really cool setup, which is great. And then the movie completely changes tones and shifts. And you're like, Oh fuck, this is much scarier now because I have a crazy score. I've got, cause there's a lot of jump scares in this one as yeah. well, which I typically don't like, but they work because you're not used to seeing them in rec movies. Yes. There might be one or two. But this one's just like, by the way, zombie. Oh, this is a person that's not as zombie. You're like, holy shit, you guys are throwing a
1: lot at me at once. Yeah, it's... But, and even the jump scares, like, they'll give you, like, like a fake one. And then, normally, it's like, a fake one, wait ten minutes, give you the real one. <laughs> this one was like, fake one, real one. Yeah. Fake one, real one. Yeah, and you're like, Ahh. Real one, real one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was very... It wasn't very consistent, which is good, though. Because it really caught me off guard. Because... You know, like I don't really like jump scares, but every time
1: I was, I had to flinch a little bit. I was like, "Son of a bitch!" Because the the fucking special effects makeup was so good too. It, yeah, like, it, it's so. Thi- good. It's this so good. is this is where they they were like, "Okay, we've got a budget. What do we spend it on?" Right. Better monsters. Yeah, better we, monsters. We can't just give them white contacts and fake blood in the mouth. <laughs> we can't just blow dry their hair backwards and fucking hope for the best. We're gonna. We got cameras. We got high def. We let's, can do this. Yeah, let's fucking make it pleasurable to look at.
0: Yeah, and I I really feel like they nailed this. Uh, they nailed this one for what it was. Like I said again, for like the third time, not my favorite, but it's just so much fun to watch. It's, yeah, it's very It's, it's definitely house. a fun ride. Yeah, it's it's very splatter house. You get a good scene with a chainsaw, and there's just this very becoming final girl moment. And she's really not the final girl because there's other people that are alive too, but you still almost get like that final girl vibe from yeah. her because she's definitely one of the last females to live. But it is it's just so much fun. I really enjoy it. And you can't you can't take it fully seriously like you did one and two, because it is a little it is a bit sillier. You have zombies literally like charging people running like full speed like you said through the window yeah so it is a bit silly at times but it's still fun
1: but the creature noises keep getting better and better oh in four they're like bears they're like i'm like what the
0: fuck yeah what are you doing it's not the normal thing you hear in one which is probably someone screaming in a fucking tin can in an alleyway somewhere (laughs) um but yeah this one was uh this one was a lot of fun i really commend them for what they did with the uh With the storyline and trying to do something different and take it in a different direction. But
1: as for details, just like 1 and 2, we're going to cut it off fairly early for the details because while there's not a lot of details happening, the details that do happen are pertinent to the end of the movie and the universe as a whole. So going any further... Right. Ruins the integrity of what they're doing. And it's going to be really hard to talk about four because there's so, honestly, there is so much information thrown and into so, your. And so much little information. Yeah. Like they give you just enough to be like, Oh, okay. I understand. But they don't give you the why or the how. Yeah. And it's just, it's just seriously, it's like
0: confetti. You're just being constantly blasted with, you're like, Oh, I got to pick up all these pieces of this movie. Yeah. It's, it's the fucking
1: hurricane dollar thing.
0: Yeah, It's like, Oh my God. Yeah. It's, it's so hard to keep up with, but if you do it, it, it will reward you, but you're like, Oh my God, you guys have to slow down with all the fucking bullshit that I'm hearing. Um, all right, so that's pretty much all I have to say on three. Is yeah, there any closing notes, cliff notes?
1: Uh, no, nah, let's just move into trivia for it. All right, let's um, do it. Tasia Dolera had previously portrayed Angela Vidal, the reporter of the previous rec films, in a parody called Spanish Movie that came out in 2009. Uh, the rec scenes also featured uh, directors uh, Jaime Balergo and Paco Plaza. Um, two months before shooting, uh, Leticia went to the gym with a personal trainer training five days a week to prepare for zombie slaying scenes. Um, yeah. Cause there's, there's a lot, there's a lot, a lot just fucking swinging heavy shit. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> lots of props, lots of, lots of running down hallways. Oh yeah. I will tell you what for enclosed spaces on both of these movies, they got some long-ass hallways.
0: Yeah, a lot of long hallways, and I have to kill shit, and I'll <laughs> just want to let you know. Uh, the last one is the thing I said about the whole dog thing and yeah, yeah. How, how it's uh, it's um, related to Wreck 1 and 2. So uh, get into the rating, and I'll give you
1: these ratings here, and then I'll give you what I gave it. So it is rated a 5 out of 10 on IMDb and a 2.4 on letterbox, not a 5. I gave this a
0: three out of
1: five. I also gave it a three.
0: Okay, solid. Because I think we both agreed with one and two. Or I think you gave two a three as well. But my my ratings for one and two four or uh, one is a four star, rec two is a three and a half, and then this was a three. So yes, they're going down, but they they don't get any less enjoyable. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Like they're still they're still all enjoyable. It's just kind of the quality, and it's not sub three. So that's what matters. That's true. Uh, you gave this a three as well Okay cool Um, So yeah I, I recommend this it, it used to be streaming on Netflix It's not now You had a hell of a time finding these Oh Jesus
1: fucking Christ Okay I will say I will say Just buy the fucking box set It's gonna be so worth it You'll watch it more than once You'll get your money's worth Do That's not true. have to go through What I went through To get these fucking movies
0: Or rent them Or at least one and two on Amazon Because if you I rented the first one to show Gabby And it was subbed And you couldn't change it And I was like Nah eh. Fucking bullshit. I was like, I'll just... Yeah, I bought the box set. It was like 40 bucks. You get four movies. It's from Scream Factory or Shout Factory, and they all look great and sound amazing. So that's how I had them. I was like, yeah. yeah just just do that. <laughs> just do that. Just get the box set. Um. All right, let's go to the fourth one here. Let me get my notes. We're going to have to blaze through this one, which is fine because, like I said, there's a lot of stuff that needs to be mentioned but also shouldn't because it's kind of yeah know, pivotal to the we're, story. We're,
1: we're going to tell you what characters are there, and the main reason why they are quote unquote there. Yeah, I'm gonna Outside, give you, yeah. of, outside of that,
0: <laughs> I wrote not that, much. I wrote down so much, but I am gonna try to uh you know, Cliff notes it just because of time and also because I don't wanna say everything because this one oh, what is it? Hold on, let me scroll down here. Rec four fucking Apocalypse Apocalypse. I think that was uh was that a uh, Resid- Resident Evil was that I think that was the third one that was apocalypse. It's just funny eventually into a you know like a thriller like some, some some sort of story you're going to get apocalypse from something. So this is Rec 4 Semicolon Apocalypse. This is rated R with a runtime of an hour and 35, so 15 minutes more than the last one. But, but like but like
1: 6 extra minutes of credits.
0: Yeah, you really don't really feel the time to be honest this was released on january 2nd 2015 as a limited theatrical run and then it was released on april 14th 2015 uh on dvd so it's kind of the opposite with three three was vod and then theatrical this one was theatrical and then uh dvd oh, uh, also listed as a horror thriller now this is directed by jaime Balaguerro. he is one of the guys who did wreck one and two so essentially Uh, Jaime and Paco did one and two Paco did three and then Jaime did four. So like I said before, it's literally all in the family, which is really cool. I feel like that's why the story is pretty cohesive from beginning to end. And uh, there's I mean, there's really not any plot holes anywhere. The story holds true, which is really uh, rare to find. Um, again, starring a whole bunch of people that I don't know about, except for one familiar face. And that is Angela from one and two. So spoiler alert for the last
1: episode, she lives.
0: Yeah. So this, yeah, hopefully, like, like I said, hopefully you paused this one and and gone back to one and two. If you haven't listened to that podcast,
1: if you didn't, what the fuck are you doing? You're listening to this out of order
0: out of God damn it. Restart everything. (laughs) Um, so yeah. Kind of a spoiler, like he said, but yeah, she does survive because she is 100% in this. Uh, for some reason on IMDb, this was listed as 3 million pounds for the budget.
1: Is that the new Will Smith sequel?
0: So, <laughs> he gained a lot of weight. Oh, my God. Uh, and then this grossed $4.9 million. So do the exchange rate on that. Have a nice day. Whatever. I guess it made money. Uh, definitely not as much as one, two, or three, though. So. Going by the limited release in uh, America on in January of 2015, these are the movies that came out around the same time. We've got The Pyramid, The Hobbit, The Battle of the Five Armies, Annie, Night of the Museum, Secret of the Tomb, Taken 3, which is hilarious because Taken 2 was released when you said that one earlier, yeah. for Rec 3, uh, Ex Machina, Mordecai, the SpongeBob SquarePants movie, Sponge Out of Water. Kingsman, The Secret Service, Project Almanac, and The Taking of Deborah Logan. Mm. You know that if you yeah. listen to this show. That is a phenomenal found footage movie. Uh, body count, again, really hard to count. I think I counted maybe five or six actual on-screen deaths. But again, zombies, biting, infection, disease, it, and death.
1: Uh, Unless we count the um, air duct scene as well. Yeah I see exactly You know what I mean so it's like, Cause, the, Cause then it jumps up to like 27
0: Yeah so it's always hard to count You know do a body count In these types of movies But um A specific horror moment for this one Was definitely again uh, More face trauma Trolling motor to the face
1: Yes yeah, Which was fucking wicked And see for me it was the The trolling motor in the air duct That, yeah. that was that So it was like right next to each other
0: Yeah this movie has some pretty uh, Wildly fun kills But getting to the like the you know the meat and potatoes of this story um this one literally takes place about t- 10 seconds after the second one because you have this newscaster saying that these like, people are going in to the building and uh so you you have people going into the building uh, I think it's four guys three or four guys they're going in there to essentially wipe this place off of the earth because they're planting bombs around the walls and they're going all the way up to the top to try to, you know, demolish this building because it's time, it's quarantined, it's there's diseases in here, it's time to get rid of this. Uh they get attacked, and uh only two men survive. One of them hears something coming from upstairs and tells the other guy to just fucking leave. He's like, I'll handle it. So other guy goes downstairs, and then uh the main guy of this movie, his name's Guzman, he goes up to the top to try to see what's going on. Guess who walks down the fucking stairs? It's Angela. She's coming down from the attic from that scene you've seen, hopefully in rec 2. And uh, she's, she appears to be fine. Suspicious. Because if you've seen those two movies, it's really weird yeah. that she seems to be fine. Uh, that's when we get our title sequence. It's like a few minutes in. And then we cut to her waking up, strapped down to this you know gurney in this medical facility.
1: And she's wondering, <laughs> what the fuck my, is going on? My favorite line of the entire movie is she's struggling against these restraints. And the doctor turns around and, and goes, It's so you don't hurt yourself. It's like, bitch, no, that's so she doesn't hurt
0: you. Like, yeah, yeah, (laughs) don't lie to me, motherfucker. I I just woke up and now you're lying to me. I don't don't really appreciate that. So, I mean, as anybody would be, she's confused. Where am I? What's going on? I don't understand. And uh, through some security cam footage, because they kind of, after they have this little scene with her, they cut to this security cam footage, and you find out she's on a fucking boat. So now we've gone from building to building to wedding to boat,
1: what the fuck? Like, this is a very odd series this of is, events. Uh, this is part eight. Uh, zombies take Manhattan. Zombies take <laughs> Manhattan. Uh, <laughs> I'm on a boat,
0: motherfucker. I'm on a boat. Let's cue that music. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, she she realizes that, or she doesn't realize, we realize as the audience that she is on a boat because she doesn't know she's strapped down. And then one of the cameras actually focuses in on Guzman, who's the guy that, quote, unquote, rescued Angela from the building. And uh, he's also very confused as well, starts to find his way around the ship. Now, he runs into this woman who keeps referring to her daughter-in-law, and she seems very out of it, very confused. Later in the story, it's not really much of a spoiler. You do find out that she is one of the only survivors from the wedding of three, and she's looking for Clara, which is her daughter-in-law. Well, I mean, it's technically granddaughter-in-law because she's Koldo's grandmother. You find out this is actual facts. Um, so I don't know why she keeps looking for daughter-in-law because Koldo's her grandson. She's also, she's also very like, she's out of it. Disoriented too. She still thinks she's at the reception and like, where's, you know, like, where's my daughter? You should tell her that I'm looking for her. And everyone's like, okay. Taking of Deborah Logan. Like you crazy bitch. Uh, so that's actually kind of cool that this also ties besides Tying in directly from two to four, it ties into three as well because you have a survivor from that. So that's pretty cool. Um, So the reason they have Angela kind of locked up is because obviously she was in that building and they need to make sure that she is not infected. And the doctors keep running tests and running tests. And the main doctor, I think it's Dr. Nicarte or something like that. He's Ricarte. Ricarte. I said that backwards. So Ricarte, he's like, no, no, no. We have to keep running tests to make sure she's clean. And they're like, we've already done it like three times, though. So we should probably keep going. But of course, I mean, I'd be suspicious as well.
1: Yeah. Something's not right. Um. (laughs) And can I say Dr. Ricarte is a fucking dubious motherfucker. He is the epitome of like evil supervillain.
0: He, he literally encompasses just, yeah, like someone that is evil, like Lex Luthor. You're like, I
1: don't, I'm getting a vibe
0: from you. Like, I don't know like what it is he, about you. His
1: voice, the way he looks at the camera, just everything. He is just an unsettling motherfucker. Yeah. He's very, he's very
0: creepy. Um, he's almost like Tarkin from star Wars, just a very ominous presence and very looming. And you're like, ah uh, I'm going to avoid you at all costs, <laughs> but you can't because he's a main part of this movie. Um, And and at one point, Angela actually does manage to escape from her little gurney in a very clever way. And she starts running about the ship. Everyone gets called into arms because they're on a boat. I think it's a military boat of some sort. And everyone gets called to arms. And uh, she runs into Guzman. And he tries to, like, sneak her out of there. But that doesn't work, of course, because, you know, that would be too easy. Plus, they're in the middle of the ocean. So good luck swimming uh, away from the boat. And they all get kind of, not quarantined, they all get kind of captured on, like, the main part of the deck. And Guzman actually talks to the doctor and is like, "Hey, what's going on? We went into that apartment. Like, this is not how it was supposed to go." And uh, the doctor is pretty much telling him that. Um, pretty much, he gives him like a debrief on everything that's going down. <laughs> the, like the, the, the
1: doctor, <laughs> the doctor goes, "Hey, look at me. Yeah, I am the captain. I'm the now. captain
0: now." <laughs> <laughs> that would have been beautiful if he did that because that's essentially what he tells Guzman. He's like, "This is what's going on," and he've actually already met a survivor. Um, from another place because uh, when the doctors talking to him, he's like, "Yeah, we've already had another outbreak in Barcelona," and uh, Guzman's like, "Don't tell me a wedding because he had met the lady from earlier and got the you know the he got the feeling that she was at some sort of party, so he kind of already got it in his head that she was from something. So it, the, how this movie ties together is, is really again, it's very subtle, but it also works very well because they're not blatantly shoving things in your face. Like this was this person. Yeah.
1: They're just very much trying to tie up loose ends.
0: Yeah. And they kind of, and they, in, in doing so they really tie it all together, uh, which is really cool. So after that, after they have their, after Guzman and the doctor has their little meeting, um excuse me, we find out through um, Nick, the IT guy, who's really – he's, like, my favorite character he's this hilarious. entire movie. Uh, he, they go up to, like, this little IT section where Nick is he, – he's in control of the cameras, and he's actually going through footage from the camera from one, uh, Angela's camera, which has been damaged and broken. But he's able – he's able – he's trying to, like, pull information off of it to figure out what the fuck happened. And, of course, Angela – when she hears this, it's kind of like tenses up and like, oh God, let's not visit that again because you're going to understand everything that's going on. Uh, to ab- an extent. Well, yeah, to an extent. You're going to know some
1: some Tom fuckery is going they, on. They, so that, that's the other thing I like about this is they've either set it up to do a fifth one eventually. Eventually, yeah. Or they give you just enough to say, hey, fuck you. We're never going to tell you. And it's funny
0: that you mentioned that because I think there's actually in the trivia that I wrote down... Yeah, right here. Writer director Jaime and Paco have announced there will not be a fifth installment to this series, even though the film was left open ended. And I like that because yeah. that's a good way to do it. You can leave it to where it's like, okay, I can uh, I can plot out whatever I want in my head that happens, or it can just be done. So I really, I actually really, again, I commend them for leaving it like that because they're they, not, they're not beating it to death. They gave the ending is very Freddy versus Jason. I mean, yeah, kind of. Is. <laughs> if, if you really think about it, it really is. Uh, so, yeah, once Angela finds out that they're trying to dig into the camera, uh, we we again, we meet Nick, who is like a super fan of Angela. He You know, he's watched her TV show. He's like very much like I don't know if he's got a crush on her or whatever, but Nick is all about uh, Angela. And he kind of buddies. Up. Actually, Guzman kind of buddies up with him because of this, because Guzman's trying to get like a lay of the land of the ship through the cameras. And Nick is like, oh, introduce me to Angela. Like, let me get her autograph and a picture and shit. So they kind of use each other. Yeah. to forward the plot a little bit. And I really like that because uh
1: Oh, and don't forget yeah, don't forget at this point um Angela uh, and uh Guzman find out that the ship is suffering from regular full blackouts. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like the power of the ship is just going out because the doctors have set up a lab of some sort which you don't know what is in there at the moment.
0: No, thank you for saying that because that was, uh, I skipped that in my notes. So yeah. I had to go back. So yeah, they there's well, cause
1: Cause like right now in the plot where we are in the timeline, they are just now finding that out. Yeah. So they're suffering from power cuts because of all the medical equipment that has been put on board.
0: Um, and they also have no communications because the same people who set up that medical equipment have blocked all comms and they don't have any fucking like lifeboats. They've, they've, Blocked those as well. So you were essentially, and they're not moving; they are stationary in the ocean, trying to come up with a reason or trying to come up with a way to solve the whole breakouts that have been happening. So you have a lot of information. This is like the first twenty minutes. All of this is dropped on you, and I had to literally pause it and take a breath and be like, "Okay, let me write all the stuff down that I need to." This is a lot to take in, and it it still it really doesn't let up until about forty five minutes in that's when it really, okay, the plot is not so dense. I can actually like digest this, but Um, then,
1: but then the last, you know, 20 minutes are just, again, more, just crank it. Go, 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 go. Where did all these people come from? There weren't that many people on this boat to begin with. Uh, Fuck it. Let's
0: go. Yeah. Because at some point there's just all these zombies that are loose and you're like, I didn't even know there, like you said, I didn't even know there was this many people on board. So what the fuck's going on? Um, Yeah. So it just, after that, after the whole incident with Nick, like I said, it's a lot of information to drop on you. Um, later on in the story, I do want to talk about this just a little bit more later on in the story. After all this, uh, you find out that there's this host on board. And obviously if you know anything about infections and diseases, the host is the one that carries it. And we don't, (laughs) I didn't know what it was. You find out that it's a fucking monkey a monkey is the host that they had strapped down that got out in one of the blackouts and they were, they were trying to track him down, but before they could track him down the host, which is again, it's like a little capuchin monkey. It's like this little tiny thing. It bites the cook on board and, uh, (laughs) <laughs> excuse me, it bites the cook on board and he starts to have, it's it's actually really cool how they do this because this is the first kind of delayed reaction we've seen. Yeah. Because it takes him a while because he's cooking food and he gets bitten and he like fights this thing off and kills it in a very wild way. I think he kills it in one of the pods. Yeah. Of the pants. It's fucking he boi- awesome. He basically
1: boils it. He boils
0: death. it. Yeah. It's a very awesome scene, but he doesn't really start showing signs till much later because he doesn't serve food at the time they need to and people are like, all right, it's what the fuck? It's been like 20 minutes. We should have food, and one of the guys actually goes back there. His name's Goro. He's one of the guys that was on like the like the um, what's the fucking thing the bridge? The bridge. There we go. Thank you. He's on the bridge. He goes back there, and it just it's again it's a throwaway scene because he dips his fucking pinky in some of the food yeah. that looks like shit. Like he obviously the guy that's been infected, the cook, he has gone through all this and done weird shit to it because it does not look good. But he Goro takes his finger dips it. And like, he's like, he's like, Oh, that tastes good or whatever. And then he keeps on going. And that is what starts spreading the disease because the guy got bit, put whatever he did into the food. And then the little tiny pinky dip is the thing that is the catalyst for this ship completely going yeah. off the rails, which again, it's like, I had to rewind it. Cause I was like, why is this guy showing symptoms? And I rewound. And I was like, Oh shit. He dipped his finger in. Oh, that was contain Oh shit. Like it's literally, if you miss it, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's
1: gone, and the, the rest of the late. movie doesn't make sense. It does
0: exactly, and I was like, "Wait, how is he showing symptoms?" So you realize that it's it's again, it's such a quick throwaway thing, um, and then that's what starts the massive breakout because then the then the guy on the bridge starts acting weird, and that was like their safe haven. You know, the bridge is like, that's where you go, but the the guy who's fucking working the bridge is infected and starts infecting everybody else. Shit goes down. Uh, you find out that the reason they can't move either is because, like, fucking the the ship is like leaking oil, and if they start it up, it could start a fire. And you're like, there's so much fucking plot. yeah, there's so much plot happening here. I can't keep up with it. Um, that, I, I don't want to say too much more, but, but it's it just but keeps it's, getting wilder. And but wilder. Uh,
1: but all of it all circles back around to we can't go home unless we figure this out because they're going to fucking blow us up if we go home without right. figuring this out. Yeah. Like, it all circles back around to damned if you do, damned if you don't. We got to figure it out or everybody dies regardless.
0: And what's even crazier, too, is there's at one point when uh, the doctor it, thinks he can't figure out a solution to it and looks at everyone is like, you know protocol, let's go. 20 minutes to, like,
1: you know, make your piece. Yeah, he, he's, just gonna, like, he's just gonna blow up the boat at, like, the 30-minute mark. Yeah. And you're like,
0: what the fuck? And you're like, there's, like, an hour left of this movie. What's happening? And then, of course, something happens to where what causes him to stop, but it's just so funny how quick that guy was like, oh, no, fucking game over, man. Game over. We're, <laughs> g- we're gonna end this shit. And you're like, but wait, hold on, because the doctors were trying to reason. And especially, him.
1: and especially once you figure out who that doctor is, that makes that decision, like, that much more, like, unbelievable I know it's <clears throat> honestly like I said this is definitely the most
0: dense uh movie in the way of plot there's a lot to digest with this a lot happens in a very little time and you really do have to kind of pick up some of the pieces or like what I did was rewind it because I miss yeah. I miss so much shit I'm trying to take notes I'm trying to read the subtitles I'm like oh my god this is a lot to happen so that's where this movie kind of loses it for me is they are they're almost trying to force feed you all the stuff it's not really like blatant but they're just trying to cram so much shit and, in, and you're and like, see, bro. That, And
1: see, that's where you and I differ a little bit. Is I gave it extra points really? for trying to because you could tell very much that it it wasn't like, oh hey, take this. You have no choice. It was a we're sorry. Here's as many answers as we can think of right now. There, here's go. Just take it. That's that they, okay. they were trying to give us. Like they were trying to tie up every loose end they possibly could while still maintaining the allure of the, the Schrodinger slug. Okay. So,
0: so did you take, when you were watching this, did you happen to just take any notes or did you just watch this? Like, Full attention. Just full attention. See, maybe that's my problem then.
1: So I was pausing it to, like, go deal with my food and stuff, but then I would come back and just, like, unpause
0: it. Okay, so maybe that's my issue then, because with movies that I review, you know, I do like to take a hefty amount of notes just to make sure I don't forget anything, and in doing that, I'm sure I'm missing something, or I feel like it's going too fast in cases like this, because I'm trying to also take notes as well yeah. as listen. So maybe that's my maybe that was the issue with this for me. I'd probably appreciate it more if I just watched it straight up and didn't have to take notes because I really did like how much they were throwing at me, but I was like, oh my God, it's a lot to remember to try to talk about. Well so.
1: and also part of it was uh Rec three I had watched less than twelve hours prior. Yeah. And Rec three gives you no information. They just go, ha ha, fuck you, have fun. This is like, okay we have we wow. have to explain three movies worth of shit and this movie's worth of shit in 45 minutes yeah Go.
0: <laughs> that's true because yeah rec 3 it's just so funny cuz rec 3 is so much more subtle and there's stuff in the background or little phrases you have to pick up on while this is like by the way here's a bullet point and then seven things underneath that and this is how the story is and this is how we're going to do it so yes and storytelling for sure, definitely better than 3 because, yeah, you are kind of left up to your own devices in in 3.
1: Because what I would say, if you wanted to cut out the information slam that fucking uh, REC 4 gives you, what you do is you tie REC 3 in a little bit to make, you know, somebody who was at that party was, you know, part of this group that was doing the research in the first place. Like, give me a little bit extra to... Something Tie everything together That way you don't have to spend that extra 15 minutes Explaining why this guy is important And why his actions matter In fucking Wreck 1 Which he wasn't even in But he was You heard his voice And that was it yeah. Like I really do like how...
0: Because uh, remember that whole thing from 2, the religious aspect? Yeah. Kind of boils back into 3 for sure, and I believe 4 as well. It's
1: like a main focus of... 4? Of, of 4. So...
0: I remember it comes in very... Oh, no, okay, yeah, that's right. In 3, it's a very subtle thing towards the end where that whole religious thing comes in. Yeah. Because, yeah, that's towards the end. But, yeah, this one actually is much... I remember now. Yeah, that, this that, is that, much that, more heavy. That was
1: my biggest gripe about With number two. 3. Oh. No, about, about number 3. Oh. How what's going on over the loudspeaker just allows Kodo and Clara to, like, do what they fucking do.
0: Yeah, no, um, I know it, it was that was more in the way of just trying to end the story than anything. Yeah, but it but, was very prevalent in four. I remember now. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Which which is kind of the thing I didn't like about two because it almost felt like they were explaining away some of the things in one. So when that happened in two, I was like, that's an interesting way to think about it or, or to do it, and I appreciate that. But four really made it make a lot more sense because yeah. they reference one a lot and even some of two, and you're like, man, you like seriously, this is. A very underappreciated quadrilogy, as I will call it. Or maybe that's actually what it is. It's
1: called a saga, my friend.
0: Uh, but four, but just four movies.
1: Uh, just anything over
0: three is a saga. I'm calling it quadrilogy. Qua- quadrilogy. I, I can't even say it. Yeah, um, if you can't say it, you can't coin it. <laughs> quadrilogy. There we go. Um, but yeah, it's it's a very underappreciated, because you know everyone loves one, but no one's really talking about two through four. No. And I mean, I know they don't have great ratings, but that doesn't mean shit, okay? Just no, because, it,
1: they're just, all super fun. Yeah. And honestly, get the box set, take a day, and just watch it all the way through. It's maybe eight hours. Maybe. Total. Yeah, No, not even. Maybe. Not even. No, you've got, I think the first one is like an hour 15. Two is like an hour. So that's I'll like... I'll tell you right now.
0: First rec... 78 minutes. So an hour and 8 or an hour and 18 minutes, so even yeah. less than what you said. Hour 18 wreck 2 Hour twenty-five. Okay, so that's under three hours already. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, we're under three. Rec three was an hour twenty, so that's like five hours, and then rec four was hour thirty-five. So yeah, we're talking like six and a half hours.
1: Yeah, six and a half hours. That's not even a work day. You can and, do that, and you can skip the first twenty minutes of fucking um rec three if you skip, want to skip that out. Especially Doesn't if matter. You listen
0: to this because you know what's going yeah. on now,
1: and then you can honestly skip like the first six minutes of uh of rec four. Yeah.
0: Speedrun this bitch. Speedrun yes, exactly. <laughs> Speedrun it. Uh Shout Factory, Scream Factory, whatever the fuck they want to be called. I can I can never figure it out. They actually yeah, like I said, they have the box set. I got mine for like 39 or 49 bucks, which when you think about it is a fantastic price for four movies in a box, all made by the same company who have remastered the sound and remastered the uh, picture quality. So go check that out. Uh that's what I have. And they look and sound great. And like seriously, I, I recommend all these movies one hundred percent, especially if you watch them. So honestly, I'm trying to think. It would either be one two four three or three one two four. I don't know. I, I would say three yeah. one two four. I would say watch three first for sure, and then go into one because one and that'll that'll tie into one and two really well, and then four. Yeah, I'd say okay. Yeah, so three and then one and then two and then four. Because like I said, one two and four are, are essentially their own trilogy in itself. Yeah. You could take those four movies, not even fucking watch three at all. Just like Halloween three. You don't even need you really don't need to watch that, but that is my favorite. Um, So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just a solid, they reinvent themselves every movie, which let's face it, that doesn't happen. No, it doesn't. That doesn't happen. And
1: not only do they reinvent themselves, but they make it work every time, while still like being faithful to who they are and where they came from. Yeah, and again, since it's the same people,
0: it's it's very you know evident that that is it is the same people because it is the same vibe throughout every movie, um, from one to four. So let's see here. What was the third one? It was five, and then two point four. So this actually has more on IMDb at a 5.3 out of 10, and then Letterbox is a little bit lower at a 2.3 out of 5. I gave this one a 3 as well, but I think I might bump it up to a 3.5.
1: I gave it a 3.5. I think I'm
0: going to bump it up to a 3.5 because, yeah, I, I, I think I would have enjoyed it more if I wasn't trying to take notes on it. Um, but, yeah, 4 is just wildly ridiculous. Like, they, they don't go to space, thank God, because that <laughs> might have ruined it. But, they you know, they mm. are
1: on a boat. Yo, I'll fucking take Wreck in space. Wreck <laughs> 5. Oh, uh, wait, no, that's just... Assimilation. Uh, that's just fucking... Oh, what movie is that? Um, Pandorum? I was going to say Pandorum.
0: Yeah. Kind of the same thing. Yeah someone, yeah, someone wakes up and they're like, what the fuck? Yeah,
1: pa- Pandorum well, was
0: a fucking great movie.
1: Pandorum and a
0: little bit of a uh, life. Or is it... Yeah, like a little bit of Apollo 18 with the uh, found footage vibe, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that is wreck for Apocalypse. This is not you could not find this anywhere, right? Correct, <sighs> yeah. No, well, so uh, yo ho ho. And well, I mean, because you were even saying that even Amazon, you can't
1: rent it or anything. No, yeah. it's not available in your country. Boo. Um, best thing I if you if you're wanting to do. All of these like super out there movies, and you don't want to go through a huge hassle. Get a VPN. Um You if, can do that too. Yeah. Ev- eventually, at some point, we'll have some type of VPN sponsor that we can go, go to fucking blah 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 dot com slash frightmares pod. Get ten percent off. Yeah, ten percent off your first three months. Um, <laughs> it, it'll happen. <laughs> we'll we'll get there. Um, let's see. Hey Nord VPN, hit us up. Hey uh, fucking Express VPN, hit us up. Uh, Surfshark, hit us up. Fucking somebody. Yeah, all those names. I, I second what he said. <laughs> hit us up. Stay spooky at
0: Outlook.com. That is our name. Um, all right, so we did the rating. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Some some little little fun facts here, uh, like we did say already. If you watch Wreck 1, 2, and 4, uh, back-to-back without the end credits, this would literally be one entire sequence of events. It actually takes place in a matter of two full days. Fun fact. Uh, Tristan Maderios, the possessed girl who started the outbreak, is the only character to appear in all four films. Another fun fact. Good stuff right there. Uh, most of the film was actually shot on a oil rig. Uh, some of the sets had to be recreated from the ship at the studio in order to allow you know more space for stunts and stuff like that. But the fact that they filmed most of it on an actual oil rig is pretty fucking tight. Uh, I already said this one about there. there's no fifth installment, which, again, I commend you because they do end it off in a way that is very kind of – is ambiguous the right word? Is that what I'm thinking of? Ambiguous? Yeah, ambiguous. Yeah. Uh, very open-ended, and uh, that is the that is one of the instances where I don't mind when it is open-ended. Yeah. Sometimes you're like, that was a fucking gimmick. Like, that was a cheap way to end your movie. But this, I'm like, this tracks with the entire movies that we've watched. Yeah, with the series. Um yeah, and then again, this is wow. we just kind of mashed all the uh, trivia into the actual review here because the elderly woman is actually confirmed that she is the only survivor or one of the only survivors from the wedding, and she is Koldo's grandmother. So uh, this was more tightly knit than I remember it being after watching three and four. I was like, wow, they actually did a really good job to just kind yeah. of spin it off a little bit, but also keep it in the same you know universe, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Um, so yeah, I recommend both of these 100%. You gave this a three
1: and a half, right? Yes.
0: Yeah, I think I'm going to give it a three and a half. <laughs> I
1: think, there's, that happens, though. When we talk yeah, about oh, something, yeah. we're like, oh, and, I got to rank and this especially smart. when like I point out something, you point out something, and it's like, okay, yeah. Just like uh, just like I bumped up um Fair Street 94 after we talked about it a little bit. I was like, okay, I'm going to give that a little bit. Oh, did bit you? High. Yeah. Oh, okay. um, I also saw the other two, which they're great. Did you? Yes. So you saw all three?
0: Yes. In order? Yes. Okay. What would you think about the entire... Thing here it's great it's great yeah okay which one was your favorite uh mm, eight, so, <laughs> so
1: 84 was really good i know uh but 1666
0: really yeah, yeah i mean that makes sense it's a slasher at a camp with a giant axe and uh what are you doing, a uh a really awesome final girl so yeah that was definitely my favorite as well i have to agree on that Um, all right. Well, that was, man, sadly, there will be no more movies about, or no more episodes about Wreck, which is sad. I love these movies. I'll definitely have to rewatch these for sure. Um, you can follow us on Facebook at Frightmares or Instagram at Frightmares Podcast, even the Slasher app at Frightmares Podcast, uh, Twitter, Frightmares underscore pod. I am... Who am I? <laughs> I am Doctor Proctor on uh, Letterboxd. I,
1: I was about to say uh, Kaiser Soze,
0: <laughs> Helen Hunt. <laughs> oh shit! Fuck it. Let's let's real, real quick. We got some time here. Let's finish out this trivia. Why don't we do that real quick? Bet. There's like six cards left. Let whoever has the highest amount at the end wins. <laughs> All right, we're doing the bottom card as well. Got you. Sorry, stick around for trivia, folks. Uh, what Clive Barker movie focuses on monsters who inhabit the underground city of Midian?
1: See, I'm thinking of the video game Jericho. No. Yeah, no. You give up? Yes. Nightbreed! Ah, okay. So, the serial killer in Scream wears a mask inspired by which Edvard Munch painting? Ghost face? I don't... Fucking... Do, do you want to try again? No. You're I, wrong. Don't, I don't know. It's The Scream.
0: <laughs> oh, this guy! Yeah. Oh, shit! <laughs> Damn
1: it.
0: Wow. That was literally adding one word that was the. All right. What device did the group of New York friends use to capture the terrifying events that occurred in Cloverfield? That's stupid. A camcorder? Yeah. That was a really weird way to say that question. But that's what it is. I thought they
1: were going to ask me like a specific brand and I was about to be like, fuck off. Nope. No, it's um, a Sony SVLMNOP. All right, go ahead. I'm just going to give you this one. I, you, you, you can have it.
0: But I mean, like, I want to know.
1: What 2014 horror comedy is about beavers becoming zombies?
0: <laughs> beavers. Yeah.
1: All right, one to
0: one. Michael Myers' mask is supposedly based on what famous actor, not supposedly fucking is.
1: Um, God damn it, William Shatner.
0: There's something on the wings. Something. Oh, shit. All right.
1: So it's... Leela. L-E. <laughs> it's two <A-Lila>. to one. Hey, Leela. <laughs> What's your question for me? Um, How many murderers oh. are revealed oh. at the end of the movie Scream? Three, uh, two. Yes. Okay.
0: Speaking of two, it's two to two, and there's two questions left. So you're, one of us is going to win, or it's going to be a tie. Uh, and which 1958 Creature Feature starred Steve McQueen in his first role? Nice. 1958 Creature Feature. Steve McQueen. Yes, Zool. I know. I'm. We're going to go in a second.
1: Creature of the Black Lagoon? No. The Blob. Ah. Uh, All right. You win. No way. You win. What win? <laughs> what country is the movie Wolf Creek set in? <laughs> Australia, wow! Bum bum
0: ba, bum, wow. Wow. wow, fucking Wolf Creek. <laughs> All right. Well, also, uh, interesting that we had two scream questions. Yeah, that was weird. Um, that sh- that w- that would have been great for the last episode when me and Gabby did Wes Craven. But whatever. I can't, yeah. Beggars can't be choosers. Uh, me and Gabby will be back next week doing something. And stuff and stuff and things so tune in for that guys I'm Dr.
1: Proctor on Letterboxd you are Uh, Frightmare's Corey on Letterboxd booyah till next week stay tuned stay spooky you fucks (laughs) goodbye